everyone. It's Dave and Jeff. It is April 13th, 2022. Uh, I, Dave, you know what? This is so yeah. great because I'm in such a good mood and I know I'm in a great mood because I'm in a great mood on behalf of all Padres. Now you go, why? Your team got beat two days in a row. A little easier loss today than yesterday. Is it? Is that what it feels? Would you rather be in it at the end and have your heart broken or get blown out early so you could do something else? Well, I'll tell you this, because we saw Sean Mania pitch last year against the Pods. Yeah. But honestly, Dave, I didn't watch a whole lot of Oakland A's baseball. A lot of time their games are going on at the same time the Pods are going on. Man, I like watching that kid pitch. I get, yeah. I get today gets beat. Logan Webb's a pretty good pitcher up there, right? Very good. But man, I like it. And I think when Mania came, I was excited, but... Honestly, I think I was probably more excited for Snell or for Darvish. And just getting a chance to see him a little bit today, I get it, he's a free agent at the end of the year. Yeah. But I go, damn, dude, I really like watching that guy pitch. Like, that that would be a guy, um, even knowing Gore is scheduled to pitch on Friday yeah. and could be in the rotation for a while, while uh, the Tin Man recovers. <laughs> um <laughs> To me, if you said one guy in the rotation right now, and again, with all respect to Joe Musgrove, who I love being a San Diego guy, I think Manaya might be the guy. Where he you, is the guy. Yeah, where you yeah. go, I want to I wanna buy tickets, so I want to go out and watch him pitch. Be honest, do you, don't you feel when he pitches, he gives you the best chance to win? Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. I, yeah. I like that signing, or I like that move, I should say, the deal they made for him so much better than even the Snell deal. Because oh, yeah. before Snell shit the bed last year at the Pods, he had shit the bed for a while since his Cy Young Award year with the Rays. Yeah. And I when, liked it because it felt like they were just going all in. Like, yeah. they're going and getting... I mean, you can only get the arms that are available, and to go get a guy who's a Cy Young Award winner... Yeah. Like, you're going for it, man. You're going for it in a tough division. So, I liked it. I get it. it but at the same time, the Rays knew he wasn't good after five innings. Like, at pitch 55. I mean, it showed yeah. over and over again. Fuck, what he did in the World Series... recently. <laughs> what he did in the World Series was rare... And you obviously remember what you did last. But Manaya at 30 years old, is really fun to watch. And he's really fucking good. I mean, we talk about yeah. guys who are throwers and guys who are pitchers. He, he's 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 a pitcher. He's really fun to watch. Uh, I, again, you're getting way, way ahead of But you, you'll understand. I think a lot of you would understand. All right. You want to talk about you, Darvish? No, I'm going to say if you were lucky enough to get into the playoffs, Manaya, I think, is the guy you give the ball to. Okay. Well, do you think they get in the playoffs? Or have, let's ask an honest question. Have the Padres peaked already? <laughs> Ladies line open. <laughs> well, we'll get to all that in a second. But <laughs> the reason why I'm so excited is because I'm about to really I don't know if I'm gonna ruin your day. You can't. But I'm gonna I'm gonna severely impact it. Okay. Uh, I'm a little bit of a backstory and then uh I'll get to the part why it's gonna ruin your day. Hold on, I'm trying to think what could ruin my day. Oh, two, well. two things could ruin my day. No, this is going to ruin your day. Okay. You don't even know what's coming. That's well, what it, makes it so okay. fun. Well, I'm a, can I throw out the two things that ruined my day? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. You either had some kind of interaction with either A, Lisa Ann, or two, uh, Nicole Eggert. Bang. You got it. <laughs> it did ruin my day. Congratulations. Yeah. Okay, that's great. You son of a bitch. Yeah, that's it. God damn, that's good work by you. Well, I'm trying to think. What is the only thing that could hurt me? That would be it. That's it. And it's about to happen. So this is what happens today. And I think for any parent... Right, you go through, Dave, you can remember, there's a certain age when you're like, oh, man, my kids probably need a phone. Yeah. I don't want them to have a phone. They'll probably lose it, the whole thing. And then you find that when your kids have it, you'll get random text messages or phone calls from them, and it changes everything. A, a good day becomes better. A great day becomes 
off the chart, yeah. a bad day, right? It's the whole thing. Yeah, in reality, all they're doing is following and unfollowing my kid on Instagram. Your kid Cade now started doing it. He started doing what? Jack was doing it. Remember first, he, Josh would say to you, hey, what's it do with your kid following me and unfollowing me all day on Instagram? And now Cade so started doing it. They're so Yesterday. Weird. I meant to tell you, I'm glad you brought this up. That's so weird. <laughs> I, I don't have anything to say. And so I don't get it. I don't get Josh it Josh is a great follow. I have, I have no... I have no explanation for that. Neither does he. goes, I thought Kate and I were friends. They, love, they love him. So weird. <laughs> the kids are so weird. So uh, it's about 12 o'clock today. Okay. And I get a text message from my son, Jack, and he says, hey, I got to ask you a question. And I'm like, all right. And he goes, okay, hang on. And it's like three minutes go by. Like when you're like, well, you're texting me. You're going to ask me a question. Like what the hell is going on? You're staring at your phone. No, I mean, I'm at work, so I'm kind of doing something, but not much. I like her. Yeah, me too. Okay, cool. Sierra but, Santos. Wow, yeah. Wasn't going to mention names, but that's fine. Uh, so, all of a sudden, he sends me a text, and he goes, Hey, if I buy the tickets and cover half of everything else, will you go to Vegas with me? For Money in the Bank, the WWE pay-per-view at Allegiant Stadium on July 2nd. Wow. So I go, check with mom, because she often has plans for them around 4th of July. Yeah. And I said, uh, if she doesn't have anything going, we'll check it out. I talked to her. She goes, nah, nothing's going on. And my son, Cade's not really a WWE fan. Yeah. So I text him real quick. I go, look, I think I'm going to take your brother to Vegas to go to this pay-per-view, you cool if you sit this one out? And he goes, yeah. He goes, I'll hang with mom. He goes, it's not my thing. I don't want you to waste the yeah. money. Go for it. Was it ever his thing? I think he liked it a little bit. Yeah. Thankfully, Jack is not a guy who thinks it's real. He just, he gets a big kick out of it. I think like um, my buddies and I did, we were probably a little bit older, but, you know, on Saturdays, the old Ric Flair interviews. Yeah. On Georgia Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were just unbelievable, right? And I think I think Jack likes all of that, but he's not anybody who thinks it's real. He just he likes it. Yeah. But he loves Padre baseball, he loves Kings hockey, Warriors basketball, like uh Titans football, like yeah. he's into everything. Yeah. And so uh What's Kate into? Kate's definitely into the pods, he's into the Rams and he's loving the Kings who are cool collapsing right now, which is great. Really great. Um fuck. <laughs> So, uh, so I look into it and, you know, I send the screenshot to Jack's mom. She's like, oh, that's a lot of money for him. I go, he's not paying for anything. I'm just making sure it's good. So Dave, we get a couple of tickets for like 50 bucks. Yeah. Ticketmaster, these motherfuckers, I know we all deal with it, but it's so goddamn annoying. They used to mail you tickets or you'd yeah. have to go pick them up or some dickhead would, you know, punch five things into a computer and then put them in an envelope and give them to you. This is all on my phone. I bought two tickets, 50 bucks a piece, and then they charged me $61 in fees. Whoa, whoa. 60, Shut up. $61 in fees for Ticketmaster. And the sad thing is, what? I ended up with better seats and cheaper seats than I would have ended up with StubHub, Vivid Seats, or Game Time. Yeah. 61 in fees. To have two digital tickets delivered. So I ended up paying uh, 160 So you go, all right, that's cool. So I go grab a screenshot of like the 
the promotion, right? Yeah. They, they put the picture out. They got all the WWE people. And I fired in on Instagram. And I just wrote a message saying, uh, I wasn't planning on booking a trip to Vegas today. And I really wasn't expecting to book a trip to Vegas for me and Jack Dotseth. But here we are. Yeah. July 2nd, we'll be at Allegiant Stadium, which will be fun for Money in the Bank. And so I'm driving down, and probably like a lot of people, you get notifications when different things happen. And I go and get a notification, and Dave, uh, let's see here. Here's my Vegas post. Okay. Showing all the... I'm going to try and find it on my phone. Go ahead, because I can't see for shit. And it's liked by five people. Bob Hunt, good friend. Yep. My man Jason Hernandez, Angel, and then Dave Casey, who's right there in the middle. Uh, kind of tough. I'm guessing. You can see. You can see, you blind, okay. you blind bastard. You blind bastard. Thanks. And I'm like, no, that's unbelievable, right? That is. That, that is. She takes time out of her day to like it. Yes. And, and the thing that I liked about it is I, I knew when I saw it, I said, you know, Dave's not going to like this, and I'm going to tell you exactly why Dave's not going to like it. You tell me, you're going to be honest if I'm right on this? This is why you don't like it. You're like, you had nothing, meaning me, you had nothing to do with establishing that connection. You never went to one Charles in Charge taping. You didn't go through the effort of buying the flowers. You didn't go through the- Wait, what? I did buy flowers for her. No, I'm saying okay. this is what you're oh, okay, thinking about it. me. Okay. I had nothing yes, to do. Yes, you didn't do any of the grunt work I did. I did none of the grunt work. You didn't sit in traffic on the 101 trying to get to Barham. Yep. <laughs> You didn't drive by the Ford right. Theater sitting in traffic from downtown L.A. for hours. Right. Thinking about what you'd say yeah, if you saw her. Exactly. But yet, here I am tonight. That's it. And you got to like. I got to like. That's fine. I thought you were about to tell me you had, because I know she's doing an appearance in L.A. for two days, I think coming up this weekend. Oh, is that right? And I'm I, in L.A. this weekend. Dude, it's all these like old famous actors, not, you know, a bunch of old ones. What did you say? But you got to check out this list. Like, I looked at it. It's like 300 people that you all know from TV or movies. Okay. And she's she'll be there for the Saturday and Sunday. And I thought you were telling me you were taking your son. That's where you're going. And she was saying, I want to talk to you. I'm looking forward to seeing you, Jeff. Oh, if she's there, I'm going up. Uh, I'm actually up there Saturday for yeah. the Kings game. But we're staying overnight. There you go. What the hell? You got to find it. Oh, that's great. That's <laughs> that is great. I, I don't see it. She doesn't have anything posted. She, but she was just advertising it just recently, like right. two days ago. All right. I'm going to go see her. Okay. Get an autograph for here. For <laughs> we'll put it right on the wall. Yeah, but I'm only going to have her sign to Jeff. <laughs> Dude, how great would that be? <laughs> how great would that be if you put to Jeff on that poster? I just, I think about it because I was... Think it today. It is nothing that I don't know. Are women yeah. as petty as guys are? Oh my god, it's funny. I just had this argument with uh, with someone the other day. Not a conversation, more. It was it was a group of guys and it was a group of girls, and yeah. we were talking about how dumb guys are. Oh yeah, how guys Big do time. stupid shit, like superhuman. But guys do dumb stuff all the time. All the time. You, most of the stuff that guys do where they get injured, women would never do it, right? <laughs> right. But so one of the women said, she goes, she goes, I remember this line, I think in Seinfeld, she says, guys do stupid shit and break bones and do dumb stuff to end up in the emergency room. Yeah. Girls just give each other a hard enough time until they develop uh, an eating complex. 
And I was like, oh, it kind of sucks. Yeah. But guys are dumb as dirt. I, I had an ACL surgery. I think we've talked about this. Had an ACL surgery in the hospital. Total, total um, rebuild in my left ACL. Yeah. So I'm in the hospital and I'm out for like four days. And then I come back. And I, I have a full leg brace. You guys have seen them, right? Yeah. Like it goes from your, your hip all the way down to the ankle. So I get out and it's, you know, I get out on like a Monday. And it's Friday night and all of my buddies, because I just turned 18. I turned 18 in the hospital. That sucked. And so my buddies, uh, my girlfriend at the time, it's like 20 people that want to go out, celebrate, you know, Post ACL surgery. Yeah. It's my senior year. And then uh, celebrate turning 18. So we go, we go to have dinner, right? Fuck, what do we have? Two Michelob Ultras? <laughs> Probably Bartles and James, stupid shit like that. And uh, my buddy Dane Bora, yeah. who's still a buddy of mine to this day, which is great, had a pickup truck. And this is like, you never see anybody sitting in the back of a pickup anymore. But remember, oh, yeah. it's a ticket. All the time. Used to be able to sit in the back of pickups. You'd see it all over town. Jim Betancourt ruined it for everybody. Jim Betancourt ruined it. And so uh, we're having fun, and we're in Cardiff, and I'm sitting in the back of Dane's truck with a couple of friends. My girlfriend is in the car behind me, and I promptly just, while the truck's moving, stand up in the back of the pickup and fall right over the edge. (laughs) What were you thinking? I was hammered. Dude, how bad did you get hurt? Fuck, I was just sitting there. They're like, he's dead. They thought I was dead. What, part, what did you hit? Did you hit your head? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Whole You're lucky thing. you aren't dead. I know. There's about 10 times. Uh, in Cardiff, now, I wasn't drinking this time, but on my Nighthawk, uh, it was raining, and I was like, ah, I think I can make it. And on Santa Fe Drive, when you come up from El Camino, yeah. you come up from El Camino on Santa Fe and you start heading down towards San Diego High School. And it's a hill. Yeah. And I'm going. And what I didn't really think about um, when I went out that day on the rainy day was, well, I probably need a new back tire. <laughs> and the back tire that I had had no traction at all. And it went completely out. So I'm on this hill, no helmet. Of course. In the middle of the rain. And I'm just, whoa, sideways. Just going down this hill. And do I, you hold the bike the whole time you're going yeah. down or do you let go? No, I got the bike the whole time. Okay. And I, I'm probably going, I got to be going 25 yeah. at least down the hill. And I was like, oh, shit. Because you could see cars coming around. <laughs> ah, fuck. Are they trying to avoid you? Yeah, uh, yeah. thankfully. Okay, thankfully. But my biggest thing was I thought I'm going to burn the fuck out of my leg. I'm my exhaust. Yeah. And I came down. I probably went. Shit, I had have gone 80 yards, go 80 yards, and I was able to bank it into, like, a dirt embankment. <laughs> like split, yeah. Yeah. And shit, man, I, I think I scratched up a little bit of the side plate, my side Honda plate. Didn't burn nothing. Didn't, Good. Yeah, nothing. You tear your jeans? No, nothing. <laughs> and I think at that time, we were all kind of stupid, like Letterman wearing Asics wrestling shoes. Yeah. That's really good for your ankle, right? I even scuffed those. It was great. My Dan Gables. Dude, I had the same shoes. Remember those? They oh, were so dude, comfortable. Only you, me, and my buddy Matt, I think, had them. And yeah, Dan, the Dan Gables. Yeah. Wore them all over. 
We did. Terrible for your arches. Terrible. You can't do shit in them. You can't run. But if anybody acted up, oh, you're getting a single leg. <laughs> a minute. You got the shoes because Letterman used to wear the shoes, right? Yeah. Letterman well, wore the Adidas, but I they, saw you them. couldn't find them. They, we wore the Asics. Yeah. But I tell you, because I worked at a sporting goods store, and then I, I mean, to this day, we're Sanooks every day. Like, I'm always, like, I love the Jordans I have, but they're so goddamn heavy. I, like, <laughs> Like, I know, they're such great shoes, but I'm so used to it for like 30 years. Either flip-flops, Sanooks. Yeah, nothing that helps your arches. No, When nothing. Jeff gets out of the pool, just fucking just flat black foot right on, right on well, the cement. There's no arch. I, you know, you, you debate things you're going to discuss on this show. I think I have spinal meningitis. <laughs> I swear to God, my back has been fucked up for three days. It's the only thing I can think. I'm pretty sure I have it. You went on a WebMD and it's the spinal I didn't even go that far. I just self-diagnosed it. I was like, well, what could I have? Herniated disc? I think they're all in place. <laughs> so what does that leave? Spinal meningitis. Yes. That's I got it. it. My back has been fucking thrashed for like two weeks. I went and saw my guy, Dr. Ian, yesterday. Did he's, oh, he's the greatest. And he's like, Did all he right. fix it? He he made it actually better today okay. than it was. Yeah, yes. The greatest would fix it. Yeah. Oh, he's awesome. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's great over at uh, right in Point Loma. Good. You need a chiropractor? Go see my man, Doctor Ian. But um, uh, but goddamn, yeah. I'm like I I I'm gonna stay with it, Dave. I'm not gonna hesitate. Kind of like uh, final answer, whatever okay. that Regis show was. Okay. I'm gonna self-diagnose. That I have uh, spinal meningitis. Okay. Well, best of luck to you. I hope Thanks. on Sunday you can turn your head. You know, I hope things know. things ah, things go okay. I can a little bit. Things it's go tight. okay. Yeah. No, now that you just said that, I'm even more convinced. All right. So yesterday, mm -hmm. I, I didn't realize it until I saw Mike Costa send it out. And, and But the way he sent it, I couldn't tell what the fuck he was talking about. I had to look it up. I saw Gilbert Gottfried died yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah. 67 years old. I was never a huge Gilbert Gottfried fan. I had no idea that our friend Katie Mosher was friends that? with him. Not only friends with him, super close with him. Yeah. And then you realize it's Katie. Katie's super close with like tons of celebrities. Isn't that funny? It's so Jeff weird. Garland. Josh Groban. Josh Groban. Um, our intern, The Rocket. Yeah, Batman. Um, George Clooney. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's always... Someone. Although he's pretty much giving her a cease and desist. Yes, but that, yeah. that's true. But at one time, yeah. she, she was close with him too. And a bunch of guys... Comedians? Who, Comedians podcast all the time with these guys that have like, I don't know, hundred thousand. Yeah. yeah. So I'm reading this thing. On, did you read it? What she wrote? I did read what she wrote. Yeah. It's kind of sad the way she wrote it, but I was, I was reading up on Gilbert Gottfried cause I had to Google it. So did he die? Yeah. And so I'm looking and then I go to when I'm looking at the list of stories that, cause it's all over the place. And I go, I'm going to go to the one that the news uh, source I trust the most, you know, and I New can't remember. Post? No, it wasn't New York Post, but dude, it was like, it was like M NBC News. It was like okay. something, it was something you'd go, okay, this is the one. And then it tells the story that he dies at 67 and what he died from and mm -hmm. his, who he leaves behind. And then it writes one of his famous jokes in there. And this is what shocked me on the joke. Again, I don't think I've ever laughed at anything Gilbert Gottfried ever did. But the joke was, you know, my dad didn't pay attention to me much when I was a kid. I would have blown him for a baseball. And then he says, I'm not even going to tell you what I would do for a G.I. Joe. And I fucking laughed my ass off when I read this joke. And I was like, God dang, the guy finally passes away. And I finally laughed at a Gilbert Gottfried joke. But I'm like, wait a second. This is like an NBC.com. 
Yeah. I'm like, they, <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> that's how I felt. I go, wait, did I just read a dirty joke? They were like, no, it's nbs.com. Yeah, that's no bullshit.com. <laughs> no bullshit.com. <laughs> uh, he's one of those dudes, right, where you always just kind of checked him out. You go, yeah, whatever. But I've always said it. We've talked about this. When this started in 98 and we were a weekend show, Katie Mosier got on this show really, really quick. Yeah. And you would, we would just sit there in those studios at KFMB. You didn't know if anybody was listening. So all the stupid shit that we did on that show, whether it was singing Tom Jones at 11 o'clock at night or all these different things, 100% it was done for her. Yeah. Audience of one. Because she was like 20. She's this yeah, she was young. silly little college kid. And... uh and so she was so fun. And then when I would see her in the hallway, we'd yell Rocket. I nicknamed her Rocket. And I would always do it when there were like salespeople around or something, right? TV people of talk or any of those guys who were hanging out. I would just yell Rocket. And she would giggle every time. So um, not, to, not because it's not our place to tell it, but Katie's traveled a tough road. Yeah. And... Since that time, she's somebody that obviously means a lot to this show. Yeah. Uh, we love her. And uh, I think a few people met her. She came out to our event, yes, which meant did. a lot. I mean, it locked me. It froze me. We were, everybody was out. It was a great crowd that night. And um, we're just kind of talking and thanking everybody for coming out. And then I looked up and I saw her. Yeah. And I was like, I couldn't believe it. And we stopped just to, to see her because... I'm pretty sure, Dave, we hadn't seen her in at least 10 years, if not longer. At least, at least. Maybe 15. But she wrote a thing yesterday about Gilbert Gottfried. Dave's right. It's, it's really funny when you have somebody who's just this cute, silly kid who had an absolute heart of gold, still does. And she said that when she was a kid living in New York, she didn't really know anybody. And Gilbert Gottfried and his wife and their kids had her over for dinner all the time. Yeah. And loved her and took care of her and looked out for her and continue to do that. She still has this relationship. She said she, so she went to Mount Carmel High School. She said she yeah. moved to New York with no money, no job. How about that? And almost right away, she became friends with the Gottfried family. <laughs> like like it's, nuts. It's, a, it's the wildest thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she was on that show with Wayne Brady. Yeah. Like a karaoke's show. She, yeah. She, I, I told her. I've never heard a worse singer. Yeah, good. And she made like eighty thousand dollars. No, she made almost. Did a she half make a mil- quarter million, dude? Yeah, she made. I think she made a little bit more. I think she made closer to a half a million dollars. She did okay. really, really well. And every, but every song she sang was brutal. Worse. Like awful. Oh. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. What if you were traveling to LA and she just started singing every song that came on the radio? What I would, would laugh my ass off because she's awesome, and now she's friends with Wayne Brady. But I'm like, you cannot carry a tune in a bucket. No. You are by far the worst I've ever heard. Yeah. And nobody loves you more than me and Dave. But my God. And they gave you a quarter million for that? Holy fuck. What are we doing on TV? Let's go back to live executions. Jesus. And so, uh, uh, yeah, so... I, I don't know, man. It's just like where I get it, where you go, yeah. you know, he's the, the Affleck guy and everything else. I, none of it matters to me. The no. the fact that he looked out for our friend Dave yeah, and they it, loved it changed her. changed my opinion of him too after that. Yeah. And 
really his wife because like Godfrey, it's great. She has about three pictures of him. And everyone, he just has that sour look yeah. on his face. But I'd love to get her in here. I don't know how many of those stories she would tell. I think she's pretty private. I think she's pretty private yeah. on those stories. You know, But I, I sent her a message just yesterday. And yeah. so when I heard it, you're the first one I thought of. Yeah, uh, when you wrote that, I, I didn't know what the hell you were talking about. I had no idea until I read the whole thing. Yeah. But no. I didn't know she was friends with him. I oh, didn't yeah. realize Stern and him had a huge falling out. Remember, he used to be on Stern show all the time. Yeah. And then they had a huge falling out. Uh, and it was something that... He, he insulted his wife, Stern's wife. Oh, wow. And that, that was it. But remember, he, he was on so much. I was like, hey, he's, he's on too much. I, I used to yeah. be as a listener. Yeah. But it was, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting, though, when you see guys that you have. I mean, we've watched him, I think, since Beverly Hills Cop 2. Oh, yeah. He's, you know, he's been in a shitload of things. Everybody's seen him. Jeff just mentioned the Aflac Duck. All of a sudden, guys that you remember as a kid just start passing away. It's, it's very strange. Crazy. Uh, Padres get beat today. Yeah. Where are you at right now for baseball season? Are you into it? Dude, are you into it's it? Crazy, like you right? it nonstop, man. I'm, I'm watching games. I'm, I'm recording games. Like today, yeah. you, were, you were at work. I was watching the 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm watching Twins Dodgers. And then I had, oh, to, take, oh, yeah. I had to take off right when it ended. How'd Paddock do? That Dude, asshole. he got smoked. He, of course yeah, he did. He, he got smoked. And he played the same stupid country song that he used to play here. Jeez. And... Um, Number wearing number twenty, no more fifty nine, and he jumps out there, and the Dodgers lineup is is pretty goddamn good. Like he almost felt bad for him. Like oh my god, yeah, he's like really, I got to look at these yeah. assholes again. Like he's like, when the fuck is Gavin Lux getting up? And then he rocks him for a home run. And you're just like, holy shit, this is this is hard. And then on the other side, Kershaw's pitching his ass off. How about that today? That was insane. So he, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, and I'm I wasn't alive. You weren't alive at the time, but there's uh-huh. a famous. Video when they show, if you watch MLB Network, black and white, it's Sandy Koufax pitching against the Twins at the mm-hmm. old Met for the World Series Game 65. 7. And Sandy Koufax, one of his greatest games, he wins the game, and the, yeah. and the Dodgers win the World Series. And I was, well, the highlights are on right now as you and I were talking, but I'm looking at Kershaw, and I'm thinking of Sandy Koufax because these are the two best pitchers in Dodger history. Yeah. Obviously, both the great games in inside uh, at Minnesota. But I'm watching, and I understand. You know, people are like, dude, you got to leave him in the game. You got to leave him in the game. Remember, he didn't play in the playoffs. This is his first game since missing the playoffs. Yeah, because of an arm injury. I understood it, but you're going. It's a perfect game. There's only been 23 of them, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean that 80. It sounds yeah. like he's at 108. And you're going. Dude, I mean, you, they let fucking Musgrove throw a no hitter last year. Yeah, on on April 9th. Yeah, right. And all you're, you're going to the the last six guys in the order. So you're yeah. going. You'd throw him out. Like I, I really want wanted to see him go back out. Yeah, but, that but, would have been so good for baseball. I, I would have hated it yeah. against the Twins. I, I I just I agree with everybody that came out today and said they're they're just screwing up the game. You know, I they mean, take look, the entertainment part out. Of yeah, it. I mean, dude, uh, we just saw it twice. Yeah, with Darvish last week and then Manaya. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Now I don't know what happens with those guys. Uh, Tell you what, maybe we stay the hell away from Tim Hill. <laughs> I mean, we talked about that the other day. No but hitter for Kershaw killer. today, Dave. Like he's never done it. Never thrown a perfect game. He had a no hitter, but not a perfect game. Yeah, I mean, now they showed him in the dugout. He yeah. he wasn't mad. He's not pounding his glove. He's having fun. And I think if I'm the Dodgers, that Trevor Bauer's not coming back anytime yeah. soon, right? They extended Scher- it again today. Yeah, Scherzer's moved on. That if you go and you tell him, hey, look, man. I'd like to get you the perfect game, but what I'd really like to do is get you another ring. Yeah. And I feel like you can help us do it. Yeah, I mean, didn't seem like Darvish took it too bad. I, I heard uh, Jesse Agler pointed out that um, 
Manaya has a no hitter. Yeah. Bob Melvin was his manager when it happened, and Manaya seemed to be cool with it. So, yeah, I get it. But I, I would have liked to see him go. And then they end up on the 60 day IL. So, what the hell do I know? So, you look at the pods again, they lose today. Tough matchup. You got Manaya going against Webb, you know, one of the best pitchers in the National League West for sure. Giants, um, believe it or not, can you, if I asked you who's in first place in the NL West, do you even know? Uh, let's see. Pods are four and three. Uh, shit, might be the Giants. It's the Rockies. Oh, is that right? Rockies are four and one. Wow. Giants are four and two. Dodgers three and two. Padres four and three, and Diamondbacks two and four. Wow. So again, it's not even a weekend of the season. No. I was gonna put on Twitter being a dick, but I, I honestly got enough time to listen to you guys threaten me all day. I was I just literally got here right now. So I don't want to be an asshole when I knew that the Padres lost, but I was gonna put a poll question: Have the Padres already peaked? <laughs> <laughs> but all you assholes went right after me after the Arizona series. I didn't say shit. How about, well, you know what the weird thing is? Yeah. Tomorrow's opening day. Yeah. And I can only speak for me. I just, it's the first one I'll miss in a couple of years. Yeah. When is the last time you missed one? Um, when you were 13? God, pretty close. And then, uh, and then Friday night, Gore's pitching. Yeah, dude, that's huge, right? That's cool. But I'll watch that one on TV. Okay. I think we'll go to the too. game. You and I will go to the game. The following with, Friday. Yeah, with classy Billy Blassie and, and Pete and Coronado. We're doing that. You know what I just realized with Gore? What's that? His first major league game, he won't have his name on the back of his uniform. Or wear his jersey number. Oh, because it's Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson, yeah. That's his cool. very first game will be that? wearing number 42 without his name on the back. How about that? When you I dream like about being a major leaguer, you don't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of, it's be kind of weird, right? Like yeah. for the the uniform that yeah. you wear, yeah. If you want to put that in your personal, have it framed or do whatever, no it's a little different. But shit, man, celebrating Jackie Robinson Day—that's bigger than the game. That's cool. I like that. Um, but we're going out that day, and then all of a sudden, I started looking like we could get in. I think the Reds are here next week. Yeah. The Reds are, yeah, the Dodgers open with the Reds and the Padres open with the Braves, so that should make sense. Okay. I mean, you could go on some of these apps like Game Time and those and yeah. get in next Monday night for six bucks. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, there's a part of me where I'm like, dude, I could just pull my kids out. They're 14 now. They go to bed a lot later. And go just grab $6 tickets and go hang out, right? They don't care. Go sit anywhere and get them a, get them a hot dog and a Coke. And garlic fries. Garlic fries. Um, Stick up your new car. Yeah, no. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have a feeling we'll go to a handful of games this year. It's just it's a little different right now. Yeah. It, it, yeah. You know, it's going to be a great time. You and I will go again on the 22nd. Looking forward yep. to going. See uh, Pete and Billy. Yeah. an exciting time. Love it. You know, the, any chance you see anyone else? You see Midget? Who? Erica? That's the thing. If we're out that night... I just respectfully don't talk to Dave. Okay. <laughs> what the hell? What's going on? Respectfully don't talk to Dave. He he acts like he likes out. He doesn't. He'd much rather be at Dodgers Stadium with Billy Crystal. So just <laughs> respect it. You can talk to me, classy Billy Blassie. Pete and Point Lomo will talk to you all day. Yeah. It's great. Pete and Point Lomo will talk to you all day. But uh but leave Dave alone. Dude, honestly, if you, if we go to the game and you're nice enough to say hi, just don't walk by and yell "fuck you." Oh, I, that'll be me and Billy. Oh my god, 
Enough I like that. that. <laughs> Dude, it's not, you won't like it. Are you driving or are you going to Uber in? I'm driving. Well, did you live much closer than I do? Over there? I know. I think I'm going to Uber in. So if I, I Uber in, it's going to cost me 75 bucks each way. <laughs> no, I'm driving. What does Uber to pizza? Well, then I'd have to Uber to yeah, Coronado. Then you got to go over the bridge. Yeah, that's long. Uh, fuck. Because I feel like going down and having a beer with those guys. Yeah. But, dude, my tolerance level is so bad. Yeah, I don't know. I'll figure it out. But I can't wait. When's the last time you had a beer? I had about a lot in when Toronto. When you were in Toronto? Yeah. Okay, how long did it take for you to feel buzzed? Oh, shit, too. I yeah, was drinking I, these beers called Rickard's Red Ale. Yeah. And they were so good. Um, But we go out, and it's the thing, man. I go back. I go back Memorial Day. Yeah. And I fly out Memorial Day, and then I'm there uh, till the following Wednesday, the 8th. Yeah. So it's a long trip that I'm there for. And I'm probably out nine of those 10 days. It's a lot. Shit. Uh, but I don't care. It's so fun. I, I, um, I, I just come back. And I'm like, oh, boy. Dude, I haven't had a drink in a long time. Like, I've had some whiskey, but I haven't yeah. had a, a drink in a long time. I had two beers on f- last Friday. Yeah. Dude, I was like, all right, I'm done for the night. Done. What the hell happened? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They needed to start selling two packs. Yeah. Fuck uh, the six packs. I'm never going to make it. Well, it was funny. I went out with a couple of buddies from work yesterday, and they had been uh, on the trip with me. Yeah. And we'd gone out. We went downtown, and I don't know what it's like in San Diego, but we had gone downtown. They're drinking these Vegas bombs. I'm drinking Jack and Cokes. And we've yeah. had a handful of drinks, and we're all like, Man, it doesn't feel like they're pouring these very strong. And I knew especially, because I'm like, if I'm able to put a sentence together, I don't drink. Yeah. So my buddies were telling me that they hadn't really been out since that night. So they went out a couple of nights ago downtown. Uh, Same thing. They're like, hey, let's get Vegas bombs. So they get two and then three like they did downtown. Yeah. My buddy's like, I couldn't even hold my head up. I was like a newborn baby. Oh, what's up? Because the whole thing fell apart because they report them strong. So, yeah, I got to be careful down there. But, um, no, it'll be good. I'm doing that. I think next week, during the week, I'm uh, going to New News. Okay. With the lovely and talented Katie Temple, who I haven't seen in a million years. So nice. I'm looking forward to seeing that little twerp. Uh, Sue to Vincent. Yes. Right? Like, there's a few things on the old dance card. I'm looking forward to, <laughs> but I'm planning on not falling out of the back of any pickup trucks. Good. Anytime soon. Good. Good Lord. All right. We're all, all good. I'm excited. to get things going on. That's Th- it. This, uh, no, as far as baseball though, man, I'm all in. I literally, I'm, I'm paying attention to every single game I can. I watch the final hour highlight show on MLB yeah. network every night, but I'm all in, you know, as far as favorite guys to watch, yeah, the nationals are terrible, but I love watching yeah. like guys like Juan Soto. I yeah. love watching the Blue Jays talk about That's my a team. team that is now your team is one of those teams that is entertaining as shit. They're great. Yeah. yeah. They're I really fun to watch. Best American League team to watch. Maybe the best team in baseball to watch. Well, I'm pretty excited because I will see them play the Chicago White Sox. Okay. Like a lot of times you go out of town and you go to a game, right? And the schedule just falls where it's like, oh, I get to see Toronto, but who's on the other side? Oh, the Detroit Tigers. Yeah. Yay. How fun. <laughs> uh but this time when I'm going, yeah, we're getting seats behind home plate. We're going to live pretty good and go see uh, White Sox and Blue Jays. That could be a playoff matchup, Dave, down the line, right? Yeah, absolutely. 
And you, then, you picked the Blue Jays in the World Series. I, I picked, did. I, think I picked I them I picked, to win it. I think I picked the White Sox. I regret that. Yeah, the I White picked, Sox already have injuries. I picked Toronto to win it. And yeah. then, um, so yeah, it's pretty good. But I'm looking for, it, it's just funny because I feel like my sons and I did a fancy baseball draft the other day. So that makes it fun because they're watching every day. Yeah. Right? Pissed if one guy goes 0 for 4, a pitcher gives up a home run. But that makes it pretty cool. But I just, yeah, I was wondering how long it would take to get amped up and ready to go. And I'm in, I'm enjoying this Padre Good. team. Even though they've lost two in a row, I don't feel like I'm making excuses. That was a pretty wild night in at uh, AT&T last night. Yeah, well. That I mean, win, man. When you're watching what, and I know Darvish is throwing 97 different versions of the pitches. Yeah. But dude, his, his jersey's flapping like a, like a flag. Uh, again, same conditions for both teams. I get it. Yeah. But uh, but I was like, yeah, whatever. And then Manaya pitched great today. So, you know, no problem there. So, so when you watch this team, what's your biggest concern? Uh, well, I mean, you're seven days in, right? O- offensively, yeah, they're pretty weak. I mean, when, when they're celebrating, Luke Voigt had walked like eight times. I was like, man, this is Brian Giles 2.0. Yeah. Need your bat in the middle. I mean, I get it. It's good to get him on base, but... I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm, it's always like you gotta wait till you, you gotta wait till May fifteenth, right? Yeah. Wait till May fifteenth and and take a look. Once everybody's had gotten a couple hundred at bats, and you start looking at, it, you go, all right, where are we at now? I, I'll worry about it then. But for today through eight, I'm just having a good time. I'm enjoying the starting pitching. Right, Musgrove going tomorrow is going to be cool. Gore going on Friday is going to be cool. Nick Martinez looked great the other day. Yeah. Um, Big so plus. It, you hope it's one of those where he can last, and it's not just because people haven't really seen him before. But then you go, well, where's Clevenger? And where's yeah. Snell? Like, how long are those guys going to be out? So you should have some starting pitching depth. Uh, bullpen hasn't been bad, right? I mean, a couple banged, a couple guys got banged around last night, but for the most part, decent. So, yeah, they'll be right in the middle of it. And Tatis is picking up a bat. I get it. He can't come back till June at the earliest because he's on the 60. But um, they go, all right. Here's here's the interesting thing. Again, it's not even a week. But if you remember, Hosmer got off to a very hot start last year. He's doing the same thing right now. Mm-hmm. So just giving leaders across the front for the pods. Okay. You, if I asked you to put money down, would you put money down in any of these categories? Hi- <laughs> right. Highest batting average, you wouldn't have said Hosmer. It's no. at 381 home runs. You wouldn't have said pro far. Right. RBIs, you wouldn't have said pro far. On base percentage is Hosmer. Hits is Hosmer. Yeah. You would never say that about either one of those guys. No, you would have thought Machado. Now, when you look at Myers, who's struggling, and people are really pissed off that Myers is struggling. Yeah. You, you sit there and go, look, it's early in the season. I mean, you yeah. got you got to ride this thing out. The guy yeah. makes a shitload of money. You can't just sit there off of two series and go, oh, fuck <laughs> right. it. We're done with him. Done Matt with Beatty, series. the job is yours. Yeah. You don't do that move. Trent Grisham is a guy that's interesting to me because I, I think Trent's bat, we all thought was going to come along faster than it has over the last three years, right? Yep. Didn't yep. you? I mean, when the Brewers yeah. d- dealt him to us, we all thought, well, the Brewers got rid of him because he fucked up in the playoffs uh-huh. and the Padres lucked out because they quit on a kid too early. Not an old guy, but at the same time, you expect a little bit more from that bat. And so when he struggles, I think a lot of people are impatient. Outside of the superstars of mm-hmm. Tatis and Machado, do you agree with me that Cronenworth is everybody's favorite Padre? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Right? Kid's great. Uh, I think Alfaro's getting in there, too. Yeah. I think people just like, uh, again... Yeah, Cronenworth, the guy, but I think Alfaro is going to close the gap a little bit. They seem to like Hassan Kim. 
But yeah, you got a few personalities on there. But Hasak Kim looks just like he did last year. Oh, what do you see as a bat? It's just bats exactly what it same was last thing. year. Same shit. Same bullshit. <laughs> $28 million, same thing. Uh, what did you make of the Mike Schilt thing yesterday? Um, I tell you what, it, w- it was a bad deal, man. It, w- it, was, it was a bad deal. I don't know Mike Schilt for anything. Right. But I would say this all the time. You know, once you get accused of being called a racist, it yeah. is hard to recover, even if you aren't. I'm glad they addressed it together today. Yeah, I cool. don't know if you saw that. Yeah. That the the two guys, the first base coach for the for the Giants and uh, Mike Schilt, who has made it very clear he wants to manage again. Yeah. Well, when you call Mike Schilt a racist, and and I'm not saying he's not a racist, I'm just saying, hold on a second. You know, you've never heard this before until yesterday. Right. That Mike Schilt's a racist. First thing in my mind was, well, there goes ever getting a managing job again. And if they didn't fix what fix that today in front of the media, and they both talked at the same time, yeah, and they hugged it out and everything else, and that basically. Uh, the misinterpretation of what Mike Schilt meant and what he said. He said motherfucker is what he said. Yeah. And he took it a different way. And I understand, you know, m- maybe you feel that way. But I'm glad he didn't, and I can't think of the guy's name. Can you help me out? What's the first base coach's uh, name? Anton Richardson said today he knows Mike Schilt is not a racist, yes. but he wanted to bring awareness to how words impact certain communities, even without ill intent. Uh, uh, fine. And I'm glad, and if it wasn't for him stepping up, he yeah. literally, I think, saved Mike Schultz's baseball career by doing this. Yeah, and he he said tonight, in no shape or form did I believe he's a racist. I was just trying to bring awareness to how certain words can hurt. Yeah, and that would have been one where Mike Schultz would have been done. He would have been out of baseball. Yeah. If that was the the case and they didn't do the press conference, that I honestly believe when, when um, Matt Williams comes back and he's supposed to coach third base, the Padres would have said goodbye to Mike well, Schultz. Mike Schultz working for the commissioner, though, too. Remember, yeah. that's the thing. He's only here. Yeah, he can't do that either. As a part-time guy. Yeah, you can't have Jackie Robinson Day and a racist working for the commissioner. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, my my when it happened yesterday, it was like, Mike Schultz's been in the game a long time. Yeah, would have come out. Yeah. Yeah, you know. you know. But, but again, today they got out in front of it. But honestly, you know, I, you want to know what the coolest thing I thought the whole thing was that, that came out of it? it? Was Gabe Kapler last night. Yeah, because I watched Gabe Kapler, and he said our goal is to win every series. And he said we're going to do everything we can to exhaust your pitching staff. And he said if that means we got to bunt, we're going to steal, we're going to keep going until the game's over. And then fans appreciate that. And then Kapler said this, and if it's done against us, no problem. You'll have no issues with me, anybody on this team. If you're up 10 to 2, you want to drop a bunt, you want to steal, go ahead. No issues with me. Man, I, I love it because I hate the unwritten That's rules. That's what I said. I love it. I, I, I wish it was like this in every single sport. You yep. see people freak out all the time on dumb so shit. stupid. But for a fan that you want to, me to still pay attention to the game, then you better keep playing the game. Yeah. And and when he started talking, he's like, I defend both guys. I defend actions. I'm like, oh, shut your mouth. Shut your dirty mouth, Kapler. <laughs> And then he started talking. I'm like, oh, fuck, he's 100%. Right? <laughs> uh, maybe I should. I was like, you know what? That's it. Yeah. And, I, and he said, when he came out and said, if anybody does it against us, no problem. Yeah. We get it. And he said, we talked about it as a team early on. It's going to be our approach all year. It's how we're going to play the game. Is he worried at all? Did the question come up that he's worried at all that somebody's going to start plucking his players? Yeah, uh, I didn't see that part. I watched a lot of it. I didn't see that. Okay. Um. But you know what? So so be it. Yeah. You know, and then again, 
the guy gets a first base. He drops the bunt down. Then Hosmer has to have a conversation with him. Yeah. Hey, maybe maybe that's not what we do right there. Hey, maybe you shut your mouth. <laughs> okay. How about that? How about you shut your mouth before I do it for you? I'm so sick of that guy being the you know the the voice of reason. Hey, calm down, Judge Hosmer. Yeah. Did you see him? Yeah. Sitting there, right? Uh, the whole bullshit. Now, I did like when he welcomed the uh, the female coach. Yeah. I thought that was cool. So part of it was kind of stupid. But then when he did that and shook her hand and congratulated her, I liked that. Do you think like, she knew the second she walked out there she was making history? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was amazing, right? Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, you're seeing it, Dave. You're seeing it. You saw it. How about this? You saw it this year in the NFL. Yeah. You saw it in the NBA. And now you've seen it in Major League Baseball. And, and look, hockey, Cami Granado and others, especially up in Canada, uh, female hockey players are in big-time roles in yeah. the league and with teams. Um, we had a female trainer this year behind the bench for the Kings. Yeah. That happened earlier this year. That was pretty exciting. Female PA announcers. Right. All throughout sports. No, I think it's great. I love all that. And I did like when Hosmer congratulated her. I just thought the idea that it appeared that he had to have a conversation with the Giants player. Like, hey, you relax. Okay? <laughs> Smart guy. Yeah, I'm sick of that bullshit. Let guys run. Who cares? If I'm there in San Francisco, I bought a ticket. You know, it's a, it's a little bit like you said uh, we've talked about with the shift. Make yep. a goddamn play. And the pods, make a play. What's Bob, what's Bob Melvin getting so upset about? Give me a break. <laughs> what's Bob Melvin's problem? No, I mean, I love Bob Melvin. I'm glad he's here. He's been great. But uh, come on. Don't get your feelings hurt so easy. Such a bitch. Hasn't <laughs> had the job for a week. Hey. Hands up. Did you see him? Yeah. Hey. Hey, guys. I think the person, honestly, when we look back at all these things, what the Giants are doing and other teams hopefully will follow, Yeah, the rule changes and the unwritten rules, it all starts with, to me, with Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah. Swinging with a big lead on a 3-0 count for a yeah. grand slam. Yeah. Good. Fans love it. Maybe everyone else hates it. Yeah. Sensei Tingler didn't like it. Where's he now? Freezes nuts off. And Egan. Yeah. Where the hell's Egan? Outside of Minneapolis. You know what, David? Back on my goddamn day, me and little Eddie over here, we fucking, we, not, I'll tell you what we would do, Dave, you little fuck. We'd fucking bunt, we'd steal, and then we'd hit your fucking guy. Fuck you. Those are unwritten rules, right, Eddie? Yeah, so unprofessional. Hey, Ed, I swear to God, you open your little fucking mouth again. And I'm going to put my boot in it. Did you hear what I said, Dave? I said, we fucking steal. Then we drop a fucking butt. Because you know me, Dave. I'm light on my feet. Ladies say it all the time. <laughs> my God, John, what a dancer. And then you bring your fucking guy up there. And we're going to dust him. And I'll tell you what. If anybody from the stands has anything to say, we'll dust them too. My God, John, what a dancer. <laughs> Is that what they said? Well, right, Can you imagine you have a 10-run lead? 
<laughs> you you steal, steal and then you start off the next inning by smoking their next guy. Thought, but that's how me and Eddie play the game, Dave. Like it or get the fuck out. I said, we've never done. We've never even been to a ball game together. <laughs> get the fuck out. That's John Butler's rule. Tell you what. All those little fucks from Point Loma. <laughs> get up there, Matty. Get comfortable in there. Dig in there with your goddamn lion's wristbands. Dig in there, Matty. I beg you. <laughs> I fucking beg you. Let him have it, Eddie. I'm not going to throw at him. Eddie, you either throw at him or you walk home. <laughs> Imagine that dude walking on the side of the road. Sad as fuck. This sucks. I'm just a sportsman. I play golf. I'm a pretty good badminton player. Hey, guess what? Guess who asked? That's right. Nobody. Nobody. Now you hit that fucking Medi and you put those fucking glasses, that little four-eyed fuck, <laughs> you put those glasses in the dirt! And if his goddamn uncle comes down, you dust him too. Pointer Dave, gone. Classy Billy Black. The little forehead fuck. <laughs> oh, Craig got his big feelings hurt because Dino took the team away from him. Boo hoo hoo. Boo hoo hoo. And then guess what he did? Captain Shithead over there has Ed, how many fucking teams in the league? Forty? Oh Jesus. Weren't you in this league? <laughs> you would never talk back. Don't you talk back, Eddie. God damn it. Dave, thanks. Almost missed that shit. God bless you, David. God bless you. It's another thing he's never said to anybody. But I tell you what, what kind of fucking guy says I'm going to cheer for the 1 in 15 Chargers. I'm going to buy a Ryan Leaf jersey. And then I'm going to be sad when they leave, so I'll burn my Ryan Leaf jersey. And I'll replace it with an Eric Hipple jersey. Ha <laughs> ha, Eddie. <laughs> you know what, Eddie? I'm feeling dangerous tonight. Why don't you give me some of that tortilla soup? <laughs> i keep them little baby crackers in there, head, man. I love, I love Craig Betty. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I keep thinking Steve Quist would be laughing his ass off. Oh, that, 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 that little fuck. You get off of my elevator. <laughs> you elevator. and your dumb cameraman there, dum-dum. You and dum-dum off. And as the doors closed, Dave, I did my favorite thing I ever did right before I died. I pointed right in Quiz's little fucking face. And I said, guess what, weasel? I never liked you anyways. And the door shut, and little Dean there with his fancy colored hair, he said, hey, what was that? I said, hey, you want one of these? And I showed him the back of my head. <laughs> it's fancy colored hair. The oh, maroon. Dave, that's not natural. Did I mention, Dave, I'm light on my feet? What is my God, John? What and a guess what? Guess what else Ed and I did last night? We went out to Vista. <laughs> we did some karaoke. Guess what, Dave? Guess what my go-to song was? It tore the house down. Galveston, oh Galveston. That goddamn Glenn Campbell. What a coxman. <laughs> Tanya Tucker. 
Tammy Wynette. I don't know if he banged Tammy Wynette. <laughs> Dude, I miss my man, Big John. Oh, my gosh. That was but, good. You think Big was, John would come in here? My head hurts. Here? Poor little Craig Maddie. Get in there, Maddie. Four-eyed fuck. Get in there and get comfortable. Eddie, you know what to do. I just got to throw the slider. I'm going to throw the cutter. You throw that fucking cutter, Eddie. <laughs> or that fucking curveball. And I will fuck you up. <laughs> right here on the mound. Every decision you make is wrong. Throw the heat. And hit him. <laughs> I'm going to dust him, too. And then, what I tell you, if that uncle comes down with his stories... You dust him too. Stevie? Go on. <laughs> Stevie Bullseye. <laughs> Another guy talked shit about me when I was dead. Said, ah, uh, that guy, he was no Harlan Savari. What? What did you just say? Oh, my God. That's funny. Damn oh, it. it. I missed it, dude. I missed the John Butler. I know. John hasn't been around for a no. while. No. Oh, my God. That was funny. How much did that guy fucking hate us? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the deal, man. If the Padres keep losing, we're going to hear angry coach from you. That's what I'm waiting for <laughs> in the next 10 days. Hopefully, by, are we doing a show on Sunday? No, Sunday's Easter. Yeah, we won't be here Sunday. We'll be back Monday. Okay. So, on Monday, we're going to hopefully, uh, well, oh. if, if they're struggling, and hopefully we'll hear a little angry I coach. I know. We didn't hear him today. He had the day off to recharge. I'll, uh... <laughs> I'm off Friday. Is he working Friday? How do I know? I imagine he's working Friday. Day after tomorrow's opening day. Mm. At, on Thursday's opening day, Petco well, Park. What time's first pitch tomorrow? Five? I think it's 540. Is it really? Yeah. God dang, that seems late. I know. It's weird, right? I'll tell you right now, man. It's everybody's probably going, dude, it already happened by the time I heard this fucking show. Yeah. Um, 510. Fuck. Coach will be on tomorrow. Yeah. Coach will be on. 510. And then, uh, yeah, you got, the, you got the Braves in town. Exciting, though, man. World champion Braves. Yeah, I like it. Um, I will say this, too, Dave. And, and I've noticed this probably a lot more recently. I don't know, man. No offense to Ted or anybody else. Yeah. I really do. I mean, we're pretty spoiled with the broadcast that we have right now. Agler and Junior have really hit their stride. They're very good. As far as the chemistry that they have together. Yeah. Agler's really, I mean, I'm. I like him so much as a guy. Dude, he's really good. He is. Like, he brings so many different... He had a couple of uh, really funny, like, interesting stats and finds good information that you just... You know, you got, yeah. the guy just works hard. He grinds. And then... Uh, and Don and Mud, you just go, shit, man. I mean, I remember we'd have to sit here and watch... Phil Stone or other guys do those games. And I yeah. when I got here, it was Jerry and Dave Campbell, and that was awesome. Ted, Bob Chandler, so good. But um, fuck, man, like Don and Mud are just, it's great. Yeah, they're outstanding. No, Every they're, night. They're really, really good. And especially, I hear so many of them now, as I said, I've been watching a ton of baseball. A lot of them are really bad. John Sterling fucked up again. Did you see Yeah. It? And I'm like, good. He's you 81, know? right? I don't care. 81. Dude, it's not like, for me, John Sterling's not like Vin. When Vin was older and you're yeah. like, man, how long can he keep doing it? John Sterling came on with you and I once on the radio. One of the more disappointing people we've ever talked ago. to. Yeah, ever yeah. talked to. Can't yeah. tell you how disappointed I was when he was on. He, he didn't even know he was on. <laughs> he didn't know where he was. We asked him to talk about 9-11. And it completely right. fucked up the whole story. Like, yeah. he talked about everything but 9-11. 
Yeah, it was uh, 2012. We were at 1090. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. God damn it, John. <laughs> but, but yeah, you watch, you watch a bunch of these guys, and it's just, I don't know. I don't know what happened. But fuck, man, who cares? For us, we're yeah. really, really lucky to have Michael K guys. is overrated. That C is shit. It's ridiculous. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you. I just, uh, I like it, and I haven't been, I haven't been home enough. Yeah. To watch the other games from out of market, but um, I think you could see some on ESPN Plus now, right? Do you even have to buy the extra innings package? I don't anymore? even know. I have it. I don't know, but I, I do watch it. Do you have ESPN Plus? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's fucking great. I I think a lot of those games you get out of market now. It could oh, be there wrong, you go. but NHL every night. NHL's been great recently. So, but yeah, I mean, just watching these and and uh, watching the pods. Yeah, it's all good. There you go. Hey, I want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools. Look, this is the time of year where you start going in the backyard and going, how great is it that we have the best pool in town? We love our pool. And you say, man, the only people that made it bigger than our dreams is Alan Taylor. Taylor May Pools. They've been in San Diego for more than 20 years. Alan Taylor is your guy. Full remodels on commercial and residential new equipment repairs. Don't forget to ask about the available financing. Alan Taylor can make your dreams come true with a pool that will last a lifetime. Again, 619-449-4452, 619-449-4452. I think no matter where you are in the county, when you come out in the afternoon, uh, you head out for lunch, you look around, you go, man, the weather is unbelievable. Yes. And then you go and you just you watch $78 going to your gas tank, and you're like, well, shit, I don't want to drive anywhere ever again. So what am I going to do with my free time? Well, why not have a tailor-made pool put in the backyard? I love what Dave just talked about. It's one thing we don't hit enough is that the financing is available. You can have it uh, custom-made in your backyard. You can do it uh, the way your family wants it, whatever you like. Check out some of the 3D designs uh, that Alan and his team can do for you. Check out the ones that they have done for people in your neighborhood because, yeah, unfortunately, it feels like uh, every night on Channel 39, they celebrate the gas has dropped down two cents a gallon. Yeah. I'm like, really? Fucking weird how it jumped up a dollar fifty in three days, but now we're celebrating that it's dropped six cents in two weeks. Great. Lucky me. Aren't I the, the lucky guy in town? But, yeah, take that, man, that money instead of putting it in your gas tank, put it in the backyard, and have a beautiful tailor-made pool. Don't forget about Dan Williams when it comes to your finances. Right now, do you want to get out of debt? Have you paid your taxes? Don't forget it's coming up right around the corner. Are you one of those people that says, i got to file an extension because I'm going to run for what's a nightmare? Dan Williams is your guy. He wants to help you get out of debt. Let's take the stress out of your life. Let's get you in a home. Let's get you out of the rental market. That's what Dan Williams says. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Having your finances in order is so important. And Dave, you talked about it. The stress that you have at night wondering, hey, can I pay my mortgage? Can I pay my car bill? Do I even have money to buy gas to get to work? Do I have money to buy groceries for my family? Ugh, it's unbelievable the stress that, that financial strain can put on you, can put on your family, and don't let it happen anymore. Dave gave you the number. It's 858-688-6813. You can check out the Calm videos. You can find them at DaveAndJeffShow.com. But once you start to get the finances in order, you're going to find that so many other things start to fall in order as well. And all of a sudden, no longer are you in debt, 
But now you've got a little bit of a cushion and maybe you can do fun things for your family while at the same time having all those bills paid. Man, eventually that means a new car and wouldn't it be great if it meant a new house? It starts with the phone call to 858-688-6813. Man, talk about a new house. Brian Curry's the guy who wants to help you find that home. People I know say they're looking for homes right now and don't know where to start. Well, the people you start with, it's Brian Curry. You don't need to keep looking everywhere else. Everyone's going to tell you they know somebody, they recommend somebody. Here's the best in the business. We're talking about Brian Curry. He knows San Diego County better than anyone else. He will get you the most for your home. Call Brian at this number, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. I think we are seeing the market go through the roof, and the biggest challenge is where it, will it level off or will it level off and then start to come back? And that's why you get excited when you go look at a house. You start thinking about different things like, oh, man, that could be the kids' room. That could be our room. This could be the office. And then all of a sudden, the one part you're not forgetting is the questions like HOA or is there a slab leak like we're dealing with in our complex right now? All these different things. What's the crime level like? How are the schools? What else is going on in the neighborhood that I haven't thought of? That's why I need somebody on your side like BC. Brian Curry knows the questions to ask even before they enter your mind. And he will be on your side like he's been on so many others. Give him a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. When it comes to websites, you need one that works. Kyle Fluger is the guy to help you find that website, to build that website. Let's start all over if it's not working right. I mean, I'm to the point right now where if I go into a store, it is very rare. I do so yeah. much shopping online. It's amazing. I went into Target the other day. and I was like, yeah. I haven't even been in here in a long time. Like, I got literally order soap and, and stuff and Kleenex right through Amazon. Everything's done, right? But uh, when you get to a website that doesn't work well, man, yeah. is it obvious. And go, what a pain in the ass. I don't even know where to start. Or how come it keeps showing something that's not working? Kyle Fluger is the guy to help you with your website. Your business needs to run the way you want it to, which is easy for your customers. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Dave just mentioned it. I, I think it's probably the one place where we are the most impatient. Yeah. Right? You may go to a restaurant and if you've heard good things and the service isn't good on Monday night, maybe you try it again the next week. Yeah. And, and same thing. We keep going back to the same gas stations that are breaking our arm to fill the tank. You'll do other things. Maybe you'll be a little bit more patient. But boy, oh boy, I, I, I'll just speak for myself, Dave. You go to a website like that, especially with e-commerce, and it doesn't work or you don't get the response, it's really hard for me to want to come back exactly. unless I need to. And so that's what you have to be asking yourself. Is my website delivering the results that I want? And is it delivering the results my customers want? If the answer is no to either of those, and especially if it's the answer is no to both, time to give Flugs a call. Absolutely. How old are they and how much are they worth? They're going April 12th. This time I'm going four people because I couldn't decide to kick out. All right. All right. First one, we're going to go with Pat Riley, Adrian Brody. Got it. Pat Riley is so great. I wonder what he thinks about Adrian Brody. Dude, playing. I'd be really pissed that his nose looks that way. <laughs> like Pat Riley's a good-looking guy. Riles is the man. Adrian Brody looks like Sonny Bono. Yeah, how how did they... <laughs> Who would you have cast as Pat Riley? That's a good question. Dude, like George Clooney? I don't know. I think Pat Riley is one of the best-looking guys going. He's like 75 now. He still looks great. Could you have done John Hamm? John Hamm is a great call. Great call. Adrian Brody, he's just fine as an actor, of course, but Jesus, man, if I'm Riley, I'm like, this is bullshit. He's 5'7". Yeah. Kyle is that guy. All right, let yeah. me think for Riles. 
Um, <laughs> not Riles. It's Adrian Brody. Oh, I, I thought, well, you said Pat Riley. No, well, because he plays Pat Riley. Oh, Adrian Brody. Um, oh, this, this, I'm going to say, uh, I think I'm going to come in really low. If you low get this, I'm going to be surprised. I'm going to say he's 54. 49. God damn it. I was going to go 48. <laughs> I was going to go 48, and I'm like, I'm going to be young on this. So I change. God damn it. That makes me mad. Um, <laughs> it's the only time I've seen you get upset. I know, because I, I knew it. That guy, that little jerk. Uh, I'll say, I think it's going to surprise us a little bit. I'm going to say $24 million. $10 million. Uh, so I expected more. Yeah. That's funny. Anderson Silva. Oh, the MMA guy? Yep. Shit. That's a good one. Say 46. 47. Um, I would have guessed younger. Yeah, I'll say 9 million. Dude, that's really good. 8 million. Yeah, there you go. That's a shame. Yeah, he You know made, what I mean? You beat the well, shit, you get your body beat up, your hands hurt, you get punched in the face, and you only have 8 million? I'll just tell you, numbers reported Yeah. for the main event guys. Yeah. Are not always accurate. Okay. Now, for the younger, because then there's a trickle down. But there are guys, unfortunately, making uh, $10 million. Don't let me forget, too. I want to mention something at the end. Yeah. Uh, we'll just say it right here. Coming up on June 25th at Legacy, the Legacy Hotel in Hotel Circle, Dave and I, the Dave and Jeff podcast, are sponsoring a girl, Kiana uh, Montanero. And uh, she is fighting really cool. She's just somebody that we've been fighting. She goes by Cub uh, underscore MMA on Instagram. I follow a bunch of friends that I knew through Dan Henderson. And then I started following Cub about a year ago. And great story. Dave, she teaches uh, pre-K. She's a pre-K teacher and an MMA fighter. She's just starting in her career. And she posted a thing the two, three weeks ago. She said, hey, I got a fight coming up June 25th at yeah. Legacy. And she said, we need sponsors. I just reached out to her. I said, hey, how much are you looking for? She told me, I said, we're in. So she goes, really? I go, yeah, we're in. So Dave and I are sponsoring. Uh, the, you'll see if you come out to the fight, she'll have our logo on her banner. She'll have it on her jacket. And it will be on her on her shirt. And then I think she sells Cub MMA shirts. That's her nickname there. And I think we're on those too. Oh, wow. But she has just been great. A bunch of people like Gavin and Dan Williams yeah. uh, have jumped in. My buddy Ken Elliott is also a sponsor for that night. And she just wanted to say thank you to everybody who has been so nice to her from this audience that That's has cool. wished her well the whole deal. So coming up June 25th at the Legacy at Hotel Circle, she'll be fighting. But she's great, super cool kid. And she's just, you know, we talked earlier, Dave, about female in sports yeah. that are starting their career. And I know you and I are thrilled to, to do a little part to help sponsor her. And uh, she'll probably jump on the phone with us as we get closer Good. to fight night. We'll get her on for you know, 10, 15 minutes and just... Talk about how somebody that teaches pre-K yeah. uh, is an MMA fighter. But but congratulations to Cub. We love her. She's a super kid. San Diego zone. And again, uh, we hope to see you all at the Legacy Hotel June 25th. If you follow her, she is, I'll tell you where you can follow her. Because I know a lot of people 
I'm like, well, what's the link for tickets, the whole thing? Yeah. She's on Instagram at Cub underscore MMA. And tell her, hey, Dave and Jeff, we're hyping you up. But uh, really, really cool kid. And we wish you the best of luck on the 25th. All right, here we go. We're going two more. Pete Rose. Pete Rose. Uh, I should know this. Okay, hang on. Let me do this. Oh, my gosh. Hang on. Yeah. Dude, hang on. Can he be? I feel like he was 44 in. No, he couldn't have been that old. Um, If he was 44 in 85, he couldn't have been that old. I'm going to say he was 40 in 85. That means 15, say 70. I'm going to say Pete's 77. You were closer the other way. 81. God damn. Yeah. God. Thanks too much. I know. I had it. Hall of Fame Pete. I think this is going to hurt. I'm this gonna, is going to hurt. I think I, I'm going to say he's worth, uh, I'm going to say he's worth $9 million. $3 million. Wow. $3 million. You better get to signing, Pete. Yeah, you better get going. You better find the one dog. <laughs> All right. Last one is Anthony Michael Hall. Love that kid. Yeah. Well, he's not a kid anymore, but yes. I'll say he's uh, 55. 54. 54, and I'll say uh, 4 million. Exactly right. <laughs> Next year, we're going to do this. He's going to be 55 and worth 2.5 million. Just paying bills. <laughs> you should probably be calling Dan Williams. Just living Just life. trying to hold on. Just trying to hold on. Because think about it. What are you going to do, right? What are you going to do? How many goddamn autograph shows Is can it, you do? Right? How many can you keep doing? Otherwise, you're going to run out of money. That Who's 4 million is not going to last to 75. I mean, come on. I love him. But what are we going to do with the signed picture, Anthony Michael Hall? Nothing. Love that guy. What's your favorite than Anthony Michael Hall movie? Dude, he's so he's so goddamn funny in Breakfast Club, but I love weird science. We were, we were talking weird about science. weird science today. Yeah. Weird science. Bill Paxton was so awesome in Who that movie. Who was the jerk-off friend he had that never, like, took off, right? Yeah. My buddy, my buddy Doug Penn worked at AMC Theaters in Encinitas, and he said Bill Paxton... Um, I don't know if it was Robert Downey, but Bill Paxton, yeah. the buddy, the not Anthony Michael Hall, not Kelly LeBrock, but like yeah. everybody else showed up in Encinitas one night because Bill Paxton's dad lived there. And uh, they all snuck in to watch Weird Science. And it was really? a big deal. That and is my, a big deal. And my buddy said that all of them were great to the staff. Really? He said they were super cool. Yeah. So maybe it was Robert Downey. Okay. I don't know. He was in that movie. So Wyatt was the guy. Wyatt. Yes. Okay. Remember when they froze the grandparents? Yeah. Catatonic. Can you tell us why grandparents are catatonic? (laughs) (laughs) Bill Paxton's dad used to come into warehouse and he would always tell us, you know, you ever see uh, weird science? Yeah. Chet's my son. So we'd always say, hey, where's Chet? He's probably getting his ass kicked somewhere. (laughs) How about that? Anybody ask your dad? My dad would say that. Hey, how's Dave doing? Dave's probably getting a shit beat out of him somewhere. Somewhere. Chet's dad said it every time. We would, <laughs> I have two friends, Griff will vouch for it, who listens, and my buddy Boom. Every time he came into the warehouse. Yeah. How's Chet? Hey, he's probably getting beat up somewhere. <laughs> All right, here we go. Five random questions. Okay. What do a lot of people have very strong opinions about, but in reality know very little about? Radio. 100%. 100%. They know nothing. You don't know how it works. You, just because you have a radio, it doesn't mean you know anything about it. That would be number one. 
And number two would be sports, because you and I would be the two guiltiest parties. So I would say politics. I think people go to channels that they, they hear what they want to hear. It's all entertainment. Yes. I mean, across the board, yeah. right? It's all the same yeah. thing. Okay, if yeah. you owned a restaurant, what kind of food would you serve? I like that. Be very simple. You could just do, you just do, I mean, you could just do burger and beer. That's it. Yeah. And you go, ah, oh, come on. And you go, look at it, in and out, man. Look at Hodeads. They kill it. They do. People get, uh, they get too cute. They put too many things on the menu. I couldn't do, I couldn't have the patience. I'm. Could you do burgers and chili dogs? Kind of like a Tommy's? Hey, that simple? how you like that? See, to me, the thing that I love talking to Walchef about. Yeah. Like, I'm always fascinated by this, right? And it's because everything they do is in the smoker. So, so much of that stuff starts the day yeah. before. You can't just go and throw a brisket in and have it ready in eight minutes, right? Yeah. And so it's so fun for me talking to Sean and asking, like, okay, how do you prep for Tuesday? How do you prep for Thursday? Yeah. Like, how many, what are you doing? Your guys are going. It's an absolute science, man. I find that fascinating. Dude, it is crazy. Like, I, I you know, yeah. I, I'll talk to him about the same things you talked to him about. Yeah. I mean, like, at 2 it's in the, the morning, they start, like, at 2 in the morning. Yeah, it's incredible. And I would say, have you ever, has anyone ever thrown a party? And at the end of the night, you're like, oh, I'm fucking exhausted. Sean's yeah. throwing a party every goddamn night. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> every night. Like, he's preparing for a party every fucking day. But then Dude, that get, is so fucking exhausting. I throw one, two parties a year, and I'm like, ah, I'm never doing that again. But, okay. Maybe not even that. No. So he's doing that. You and I'd be done. Yeah, seven days a week he's doing this. Yeah, with the brisket. Yeah. But oh. then you go, you got to keep the goddamn bar clean, right? Yeah. You got to keep the bar clean. You got to keep everything else. The side, you got to have staff. You got to yeah. make sure nobody's stealing from you. Yeah, you got to count straws and sweet and low packets. I mean, they, they keep Dude. track of everything to a T. That's incredible. Yeah, I don't know. You, you got to be, like, Sean's Sean's... Sean yeah. gets it. Yeah. Like he's earned it and is really, really good at it. That's why his success is so fun. But dude, <laughs> anybody who thinks like like that guy, that's not grinding and yeah. stressful. Like my buddies own a handful of restaurants up in North County, and they're just incredibly successful restaurants. And they're getting out of all of them. Yeah. Because it's so goddamn stressful. It is. And crazy hours, man. I mean, yeah. every big holiday, man, you're you're working. You yeah. know, you're working Mother's right. Day, you're working Valentine's Day, you're working all of them, man. It yeah. sucks. It's uh, it's it's hard. Yeah, it, it's it's hard. China has one annoying habit, man. I told him yesterday that one? drives me crazy. That that most he'll tell me to recommend like a TV show. You ever have anyone recommend a book or a television show? Of course you have. Yeah. And then I'll watch and go, What did you think? I'll start asking him questions. And he'll go, I never saw it. I go, but you told me to fucking watch it. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but I, I thought thought uh you would like it. I got no interest in watching that bullshit. And he ropes me in. And like, I, I want to push him into traffic when I'm walking with him Is because he... of this stupid shit. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I was so mad about this stupid show he made me watch. For what did he six... make you watch? He made me watch the one about the Uber driver, about the guy that created Uber. Oh, okay. And I'm like, all right, so it's over. Six episodes and it's over. You were in an Uber. Dude, forever. Let me tell you, after watching that, I'll never take an Uber again. I'm a Lyft guy from now on. Fuck that yeah. place. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I hated everybody involved in that goddamn show. That's I hated so funny, every I'm character. A, only when I travel, but I'm a I'm a lift guy. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm trying to ask him questions about it, because he just he just interviewed the guy that created Uber. Sean oh. did. He went up there. 
Oh, fun. So I'm like, all right, now I'm interested. You met the guy that's starring in the fucking show. Is he stealing Elston's bit? <sighs> Dude, Elston at least watches the shows. All the time. Fucking this guy tells you what to watch, what he recommends. And how come you haven't watched this yet? And then when you watch it, fuck, I haven't seen it. <laughs> like, who does that? That's a good bit. I like that. Who does that stupid shit? Well, Jeff does it. I was telling, man, he's Sean's a young guy. He's only 40 years old. I was like, yeah. dude, you can't drop dead. You know, hey, you drop dead. One's going to accuse you that you ate too much barbecue your whole fucking life. Like, your food's good. You got to stay yeah. alive. You can't. It's bad for business. We need to be back over there. Hey, uh, let's. Uh, here's the thing, too. Yeah. We saw a clip the other day, uh, or I saw it. It showed up on my Facebook. Yeah, mine too. Of the last live show that we did. And uh, Disappointing Joseph already said they're in. Okay. I love those guys. So all we have to do is find the venue. I'm not going to volunteer Sean's place. Um, Sean volunteered. He, he did? It. Yeah, so let's do it again. Oh, shit. That'd be great. That'd be great. So August 1st is always a fun yeah, day. I think. August Although I think I'm in Atlantic City. Of course you are. Fuck. Who goes to Atlantic City? I got to go to the National. Going to the Taj Mahal? Uh, yeah, probably. I don't know what to do. I've never been there. It doesn't exist anymore. Oh, is it out? Yeah, he lost it. Went bankrupt. I don't know. I've never been. So I'll get, uh, I'll get ideas. But let's, uh, we'll put a show together. Okay. And go back out there. And what I'd like to do is do it to give it enough time to see if Lisa wants to come out. You want to save, you want to try and get Lisa out now or you want to try and get her out on the 25th anniversary in the following year? Oh, there we go. Well, yeah. We'll see if I put up with your bullshit. Are you going to get Nicole Eckert to come to any of these? Yes. That would be the one. You want that? You want yeah, Nicole cool. to come down? Yeah, it'd be nice to actually meet her in person. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll uh, so we'll figure out a day. Uh, we'll book disappointing Joseph, and we'll bring this baby back on the road. All right. You want to do that? Yeah, I'm 100 percent in. All right. Cool. All right. Here we go. Last last two questions for you. What's okay. your favorite holiday movie? Oh, that's funny. I like that. Um, favorite holiday movie would be Home Alone. That's what I got. Home Alone with my sons. Yeah. Their mom hates it. They, she does? Why? Who hates Home Alone? She doesn't, because it's complete guy humor. You know, like an iron hitting a guy in the head. We like all that shit. Yeah, who doesn't? Guys getting their head set on fire. We like is all she an that. elf person? Yeah, she does. She loves elf. She likes elf. Elf is good. Yeah, Elf's great. She likes that. She likes, uh, she like, uh, we kind of like uh, Santa Claus because. With Tim Allen? Yeah, because he's always ripping Judge Reinhold in that movie. That's pretty good. When I was a kid, all we had was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That like claymation shit. I know. I like those, man. Yeah, I did too. I like those because they bring back memories of when they were little dudes, right? Yeah. But, uh, but I, uh, yeah, Home Alone. I mean, yeah. Is Step Brothers a holiday movie? Because no. we seem to watch it a lot during that time. <laughs> of course you do. Christmas Story, do you like that? Uh, yeah. Shoot your eye out. I do like it, but I don't. I think I might be the one in the family. Like really? They, yeah, they were fine with it, but it. Yeah, but I think I might be the only I one. I thought your kids would like it, where they're in the store and Santa goes ho ho ho, and he puts his foot right on that kid's face <laughs> yes, it's and kicks him right down the slide. <laughs> I enjoyed that. <laughs> that I like. I like that part. All right, last question. Okay. What's your favorite beach in the whole world? Uh, McKenna Beach, which is pretty cool. I, I didn't think uh, I'd get back there, and I'm going back. So to go back to Maui, yep. uh, which is pretty funny. And somebody said this to me the other day. I mentioned that I'm going back to Maui yeah. uh, with my kids and their mom. And, and a friend who I love to death wrote me a note and said, wow, is that going to be really tough? I was like, no. 
not at all. I'm like, we're in a cool place. And, and I love the fact that she said to him, Hey, I, we can go a thousand places, but we can't go there without your dad. No, man, we, I'm a big believer. Like it's a drag that it's over, but it really is. It's the Dr. Seuss theory. Don't be sad that it's over. Be happy that it happened. And, and to go with them, uh, go back with her and so many fun things that we can do, the four of us, fuck, man. For me, it's all about my kids, number one, and to be there with them. But I couldn't imagine being there with them and not being there with without her. Have you thought about how many days? Yeah, we're going for 10 days. That's a long time. I, that's what you said last time. I had a blast in No, Maui. it's not that. I'm just thinking. It's it's a long time. Yeah, I, we... You know what I'm saying? I mean, technically, you're, you're, you're in the process of finishing this divorce. It'll be done in a month. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're you're spending 10 days with someone you divorced. Yeah. <laughs> that, that seems wild, right? Yeah, I, I, but, but you know, like I said, man, I, I think she and I are very thankful to be where we are. Yeah. Right? Like, it's great. We get along great. It is what it is. And uh, and super excited to, to go back there because you and I had just gotten fired. We had just gotten... <laughs> Which time? No, when I went the first time. <laughs> okay. That's right. When I went Free the first him. time, yeah, we'd been fired. Um, we hadn't bought the house yet, but I'm getting married. She's pregnant. There's a thousand different things going on. And you, you get, did nothing in the right order. Right. Not, didn't have the house. Didn't have a job. No. Pregnant, not married yet. Yeah. We go to Maui and like there was just so many different things. I did the same thing. I fucked everything up. Yeah. There were just so many things that we wanted to do. And you're just, it's a little bit of system overload when you land in Hawaii the first time. And uh, so we were, she and I were laughing last night. I'm like, there's 20 different things from that trip that I wish I had back. Well, now uh, we can go back and everybody's cool. Like I've got the time radio you take two days off and they're like oh have fun yeah uh we'll see if you're still working or if scan's got the job when you come back <laughs> and uh so to go and to be in a good frame of mind and go with her and go with them and i t- i told him dave i said we're gonna do all of it man they're like you want a zip line i'm like fuck yeah let's go like you just gotta go for it so no i'm i'm completely cool maybe it's weird but well, she okay. doesn't think it is. Well, I don't think it is. Of course not. Let me ask you this question. Uh-huh. At the end of the 10 days. Yeah. What goes through is going to go through your mind? One is either, hey, I had a great time. Why the hell did I ever get divorced? Or, man, I know why I got divorced. <laughs> uh, there'll probably be about 70 times during the trip. I'm like, I know why I got divorced. But the good thing is, <laughs> the good thing is she and I have such a great relationship that I could tease her about that. And, and it's not anything bad. No, I think what it'll be probably is there's a part when it's over where you're like, wow, man, that's probably it. You yeah. know, because uh, you're doing it in a year. It's their 10th grade year spring break. Yeah. Time's, Junior time's year and senior by. year, man. We we went on the road. Yeah. We went to, I remember I went to Santa Barbara, and then we did, I think we went to Fort Lauderdale. So I can't imagine for junior and senior year that they're going to want to hang with their mom and dad for yeah. 10 days on spring break. And uh, But again, to me, I'd rather you know do it, like a, do it like a party. And we'll always have holidays together and stuff like that. But... Uh, but I thought it was really cool. I thought it was cool when she called and said, yeah, this would mean a lot to me. It would mean a lot to the boys. 
And I was like, oh, yeah, 100%. We're in. So, yeah, we're lucky. She's got a friend who's got a condo over there, a little yeah. 100 bucks a night. So it's nothing. And you're right on the beach. Yeah. And it's right by where we got married. And my kids have always wanted to see that. So, no, nah, fuck it. It's about them, and we'll have a blast. Great. Good deal. All right. So we're going to be back on Monday. What's your favorite beach? Big beach in Maui. Dude, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all that shit. So... We're going to go rent a convertible and just, because that's a really fun way to do Maui. But Pontiac Firebird. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that it, Trans Am. <laughs> oh, fuck. What day are we back? Monday, because it's <laughs> Easter on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Well, what are you going to do for Easter? Go yeah. on Encinitas to my sister-in-law's house. Are you excited about that? Uh, did I sound excited? No. <laughs> I'll sell it better next time. All right. Be I got a few days to act like I want to be there. All right. Happy Easter, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see you.